Brothers and sisters, what an honor it is to be here. Brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters in Christ. Because we're here to let's go. Yeah, go ahead and distribute the books. And, and also, because uh, one, one of the things I want to do is we're brothers and sisters. So I want to share with you uh, the scriptures. Because one of the things we do on the podcast together is I'm reading scriptures. And, and, and again, uh, because the Word of God is alive and active, and it's sharper than a double-edged sword, and that double-edged sword is His Word speaking through our mouth. It's a double-edged mouth. And so each one of us here are, is that voice listening to the Holy Spirit, and we're speaking the Word of truth. And we speak that truth. It impacts hearts and lives. So the question would be, what's the most powerful thing that we have? The Holy Spirit speaking through our mouth. Yeah, so that mouth gives us the Spirit. And again, what I heard up here was we were speaking truth through our singing and our praising and our worship. And that's coming out of our mouth. So as it comes out of our mouth, what does it do to our soul? You know, because it, it just builds it up. That living water just comes out of us. And what does that do to our body? Because I heard the body being mentioned. What does it do? It heals. This body was never designed to die. We just did a podcast on the 6,000 year lie. Because, oh gosh, I'm getting off track here because I want to go through these slides. Um, but but the, the big fraud of amongst the 40 frauds that, that are in the book uh, is that these are all frauds. And one of them was when you eat from this tree, what happens? You'll die. So that entered death. And we've been believing death more than life. We speak death more than life also. So, um, and, I, and I, I have these slides because I want you, if you want to use these, they're yours, because there's a couple of slides in there that I think that, that are useful because uh, you all are out there speaking the Word of God. Uh, and so the big fraud, I'm going to skip on over to really like the throne. Who are you? Um, and, and again, as, as I do that, because that's the big question, I think, to the youth and around to, to the adults. Who, who are you? But here's another question. What defines you? What defines you? And so I'm speaking, I, I'm going to be speaking in a couple of weeks to a group of major CEOs. And, and in my presentation, uh, they, went, they had title on there. And I, and I put son. Son. I'm a son. And what does it say back here? For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of what? The sons of God. Everything creation is waiting for us to know our identity of who we are. Not that we have to die to go to heaven, but heaven came to earth to live inside of this tabernacle, this body now. It's a now. This body this body is looking for life through the Holy Spirit, revealing who we are, washing us clean, and this body lives. It's designed for life. And we've been trained that it's designed for death. Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you for agreeing. Uh, because there's not many places that will speak this truth out here uh, that be the church. We are the church. We're the tabernacle. We're the living tabernacle now. Okay, let's flip on over to... You know, some, um, okay, yeah, let's flip on over to the kingdom of heaven, uh, that, that slide. Let's, let's go a couple of more slides. There we are, there we are. Uh, 
So in, in this, this, and I'm not sure how much I'm going to get into this because I really want to get into some things with what you took away so much of my time anyway, Carrie. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but one of the things that's really important and one of the questions that, that, we, that I like to ask, what are the three, and this is in the book. This book uh, is designed, as, as, as Carrie mentioned, uh, as, as, as a discipleship book because what's happening is we're asking people to come to the altar, say the, say, the, uh, say the prayer of salvation, but we've got to disciple people. And what we're seeing is this book is a discipleship book, and I, I had no idea that when I wrote it, but that was on identity. And so it's happened, some of uh, the rehab, some of, uh, some of the crisis pregnancy centers, some of the schools, because that's, that's what the enemy's lie has been, is uh, to identify with the world system rather than the kingdom of God. And that's prevalent in the church. Is we're op- and we're going to see some scriptures on that. So the, the three greatest historical event, and again, that's quite a big graphic there, uh, and, and I'd love to just, because we've got a couple of podcasts that just go through through this graphic here, but we have is the creation, the, th- the three greatest historical events. is it, And again, God even knew us before creation. We need to understand that. And then creation came, and then, then and how'd that work out? God made us in his image and likeness. We have Adam and Eve, and, and, and so we have these two trees there in the garden we're going to be talk, talking about. We have many trees. We, we have the tree of life, and that tree of life is abundance, not scarcity. It's abundance that we've got. And, it, and that tree is the tree of love, the tree of love. And, and out of that comes the fruit of the Spirit. And it's the I am tree. As he is, so are we in this world now. And by the way, that is so neat because Laura's going to be talking about now. We're, we're in a now. What is, what was, and what is come is a now gospel now. Not a wait to the future. It's a gospel now. And so, so with that, uh, we have creation. We have the fall. And, and, and with the fall uh, was when Adam and Eve made, made the decision to eat from the tree of death, of good and evil. And that tree is a tree of judgment. Where we're judging others rather than seeing others the way God sees us, which is clean and holy before the foundation of the earth, is to see people the way we really are, the way they are. And we're judging. We're judging all the time. And that's a tree of judgment. Judgment already happened on the cross, which is the third greatest historical event is the redemption and recreation of all mankind now. And heaven came to earth, so Jesus had to leave so that the Holy Spirit, the triune God, the Godhead could come live in man. He looked for that body, that son, to manifest the earth now. And all creation, all creation, all mankind's crying out for the sons to manifest. And this is the time, and I really believe that this is happening more now than ever. And by the way, this, this is such an example of an ecclesia here. This is an ecclesia. It is the church. We've associated the church as a building with a steeple. The church is us. We understand we're that walking tabernacle. We're that tree of life. And when we're singing up here, hopefully people see the body with the body, with the Holy Spirit, with the radiance of the joy that we sang about, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And it's so important. So let's flip on over to the next slide, um, which which is well, well, let me let me let me stand back. Let go back to that that last one we had there. Is it's a through, through redemption? Uh, have, because what happens? We've looked at God so many times as being up there, 
Okay, he's in us. He's in us. And it's so important that uh, praying to God, well, God, God's saying, hey, I told you to go do it. Go, go, go. We need to go. So we're praying to God to go do something. He's told us because he's given us the dominion here of the earth. And, and so it's so important that we get that idea is, is that, and then that, down on the red line, so through the fall is the red line. And, and the fall was the, is the kingdom of darkness. Now look at this definition. Darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence. That's so powerful. Is that what we walk, when we walk, see, that's also a definition of sin. See, when, we, when we're speaking our, our, our fallen identity, that's sin. When he came, redeemed us, and made us whole and complete, when I'm speaking sickness or disease, when I'm sp speaking lack, uh, I'm speaking the kingdom of darkness rather than the kingdom of God who's living inside of me. So darkness represents mankind's ignorance of their redeemed identity. And, and brothers and sisters, our church is speaking that. It's speaking. They're speaking. They're not speaking life. They're speaking death over this. What do we hear on the news? We're hearing death, worry, fear. What was COVID? Fear. Fear. It's fear of what? Death. And death has been overcome by the blood of Jesus. The, the last enemy has been defeated on the cross. Praise God. Thank you that I can say that. There's liberty and freedom to be able to say that here. Because there's some believe it hasn't been defeated. It was defeated. Sickness and disease and death was taken on the cross. We have many that just believe in spiritual life and not the physical life now. Adam wasn't designed to die. He's never designed to die. Okay, let's go to the next slide. And again, some of, that's why I wanted to give these to you too. And, and again, I'm glad to give the PowerPoints to anybody that wants those because you all are teachers, you're disciples uh, going out into the community. And so what we have here is so we've got to look at these two trees because so much of what we're, we're about on a day-to-day -day basis is the tree of life or tree of death. What are this, what's the thoughts that's in our head? What's, what are we speaking? What are we saying to our spouses, our children, our friends? What's the message when the phone call comes in, the email comes in, uh, that circumstance comes in? And so, and down, down at the bottom there's the scripture says, the thief uh, does, not, does not come except. So he's coming to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. What's the definition of that? Death. Okay, that's the death. That's what's being spoken. And with that, it's covered in fear. So that's the word that's out there. That's the, I walk in here, this atmosphere is covered with life. Life abundantly. Life abundantly is here. So, so by the way, this is Jesus. So Jesus says, I come that you might have life. And, and that's life now. That's not life. They have to die to get life. That's life now. We already died. We are dry. We rose with him. So that they have life and that we have it abundantly. So let's look at the tree of life there. So the tree of life is a because righteousness and life go together. So when, when the revelation of righteousness, of our identity is righteousness, when that comes in, life comes in. And we have that righteousness consciousness of who I am. I am. And so in the root of that tree of life is because God is love. And guess who we are? As he is, so we in this world. So, so we're a, we have love. We're love beings with that coming out. And then out of the, the water flows. Uh, uh, I have a friend, I have a friend, and, and uh, I call him a water walker. Because uh, we, we, we not times we'll talk at three or four o'clock in the morning. And say, what are, what are you getting today? And uh, 
He says, Glenn, send me a picture of you. And so, so what I have is a picture on my cell phone of, of the Jesus with a river of living water. And he sent me uh, a, a picture of him, which is Jesus walking on water. So, so we are that mirror of Jesus. When we look in the mirror, we see Jesus, not, not ourselves anymore. We, that's the transformation. So we're looking and seeing ourselves. Then all of a sudden, we're, we're, we're looking at a different mirror. And so it's really important, as, as Carrie said, if, if, and it's so important on the podcast that we do together, is that it's scripture. And, and if you're hearing, because God's word is spirit and truth, and it's speaking out there. And that's why what we're speaking is so important through the word of God. So, so the, tree, the tree of life uh, is love, and, and, and that's, it's, it's, it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And then we have on the other side, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is really condemnation. And what's being spoken of? You know, we, we have political parties now. But we have a kingdom of God party where God is ruling through us for the manifestation of this earth as sons to rule. And, and what we're looking for is man to rule us where God has already said, hey, you go do and rule here on earth and take dominion. This is the kind of ecclesia that is sending in this kind of ministry that's sending us out to go do. Because that's what is in here. We're disciplers. We are disciplers. And so the message that's going on in the schools, many times in the church, uh, is a hell message versus a kingdom of God message of life and abundance now. And so, uh, and, and again, so, so when we hear the words of anger and rude and envy and prideful and selfish and unforgiving and boastful, and delightful, see, see that, that's, that's the death message uh, uh, that, that we hear out there so much. So and let's flip on over to the, to the, the next one that's similar in, is in the tree of life and the tree of death is, and this is such an important scripture in Romans 8, uh, Romans 8, 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So this, this is so important that we, we recognize, and again, in this room we do that, but we're out there trying to teach because I know when I got the revelation that Christ in me is the hope of glory. I go, wait a minute, Christ in me is the hope of glory. And we're going to see a scripture here that really is just even defines that some more here. But, but the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that's a law and it's a spirit. So it's a spirit. So uh, God is spirit. So in, and we have the spirit of God in us through the Holy Spirit. So the law of the spirit of life in Christ has done what? Set, has set us free. So and again, there's freedom in this ecclesia here. There is freedom. You walk in, there's freedom amongst. So as we walk in and as, as we're, we're uh, praising the Lord this morning, is, is the body re re reflects the joy of the Lord and the freedom that we have in Christ. With all the circumstances, with all the fear, with all the worry that's out there, we have the glory of God now reflecting who we are in our identity. And again, that's a, part, a major part of the purpose of the book is, is fraud, is, is we've, been, we've convinced our identity was stolen 6,000 years ago. And so we're fighting, and, and again, not fight, I mean, we, we've realized that, hey, uh, our identity is in Christ, is in Christ Jesus. So, so the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from, from the law of sin and death. Thank you. Has, has made me free, has set us free. So we're not under the condemnation uh, law anymore. And again, what do we see man doing? Just making more laws, more laws, more laws, and more laws. And to fall into that combination. And, and we come from, I know I'm celebrating my 40th year of, of hearing the voice of God 
when I heard the voice says, I, God, uh, God loves me and recognize that God loves me. So on that journey, on that journey, uh, many times what we do is we, we get into different bodies. Uh, and, and, and again, like most of us, we're getting rid of a lot of that religious thinking or that tradition and doctrine that nullifies the word of God. And, and as that happens, and the revelation, and, and we were talking this before, and, uh, before we came in, was the whole idea that, uh, and, and Paul learned this. Paul says, I didn't learn this from any man. I learned it from the Holy Spirit. And so it's really important that we learn to feed on the Word of God, that the hunger for the Word of God, that we begin people, because not to be dependent upon me or any one of us in this room, but we let them go as disciples and, and feed on the Word, because what happens, we're, we're, we're wanting the food of natural nutrition and so forth. We learn that the food that, and Jesus said, you eat my body, drink my blood, you will what? Never die. And he was speaking physical because at that point in time, he just fed 5,000. So inside us, the hunger for the word should be so hungry that it fills our soul and our body. The Spirit's there revealing who we are, and that hunger just renews everything inside of us. So the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. Okay, let's go over to the next scripture and, and carry will verify this. This scripture has really radically changed my life and on every podcast that we do, uh, it's generally one of the key scriptures in there. Is, and I can remember years ago when I, I, I did a teaching uh, with, a, with a men's group and, uh, and I go, ooh, uh, this almost sounds like heresy to some extent. Uh, th now this is Colossians 3, 1 through 4 in the Passion Translation. And, and what I've done here is personalize it. And I think it's really important we look at the scriptures, put your name in there, put, put I and me, and, and, and because many times we're looking out into the future rather than looking and personalizing what the word, word of God's really saying, uh, saying to, to me right now. And so Christ's resurrection is my resurrection too. See, the way, the, the way, it, reads, the way it reads is your resurrection too. Well, let's make it personal. It's my resurrection too. Okay? Christ's resurrection is my resurrection too. This is why I yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Who's sitting with Christ? I am. I am. We're sitting with Him too, with all the power, honor, and authority, with everything underneath His feet. So we're sitting there with Him too. So, and so, so this is why I yearn for all that is from above. All that is from above. And so verse 2, yes, I feast. Now, this is really neat. Yes, I feast on all the treasures, all the treasures of the heavenly realm. And guess who's the treasure that Jesus came to find? Yeah, to find, we're the treasure that he came to find. And he gave his life. He gave up his life. I went through his life to, to redeem this treasure. So, so, yes, I feast on all the treasures of... By the way, this is so much fun with you all. You all get it. You all get it. And that's, that's so much fun. Uh, yes, I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts. My thoughts with what? Heavenly realities. Now, here it comes. Not with the, the news of this world. 
the distractions of the natural realm that we're just we're just feeding, just feeding and getting angry and bitter about and offended. It's so easy that we get offended. We walk in that spirit of offense so much. And we just took our, our company through uh, the book, Unoffendable, suggest it to you. Oh, my God. It, it was, it's like, oh, my gosh. I mean, he was, he was offending me all the way through it till the last chapter. And, and so, and we walk in that spirit of offense. Jesus was unoffendable. Unoffendable. So we want to walk with that. Now, verse 3 here. My crucifixion. We've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. In the life I live, I, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. So my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life, and now my true life is hidden away in God in Christ. They're pretty powerful verses, aren't they? And particularly when we, we personalize it. So now here's the verse that really started getting me even also is, and as Christ himself is seen. Now, let, let me ask this question. What's more powerful, what you see or what you don't see? See, you all know the answers. But if you went out on the street and said, what's more powerful, what you see or you don't see, we'd say, what you see. Because which one created the other? The unseen created the seen. And we have the unseen living. So, so as Christ himself is seen, the scenes, because we have now the unseen ability to see the, the seen, the unseen, as Christ is seen for who he really is. So we have to see Christ for who he really is. Who I really am will also be revealed. So if we're going to know who we are, we have to know who Christ is. As this Christ is revealed and seen for who he is, who I really am will also be revealed. Isn't that powerful? And it's not finished yet. Look at the rest of the verse. It tells us who we are. For I am, I am, I am now one with Him in His glory. That's not a wait and see. Die to get the glory. Die to get this resurrected body. The resurrected body, we have that now. Oh, by the way, I'm taking some of your now stuff, Loretta. Because the gospel is a now gospel. You know, from Genesis to Revelation, it's all talking about who? The revelation of Jesus. And as Jesus is seen for who he is, who I really am will also be revealed because for I am now one with him in his glory. Doesn't that tie it all together? And by the way, since you all are in such agreement, um, this, this, this is the Passion Translation. Um, have have you all heard of the uh, uh, Mirror Translation? Okay. Boy, it, it's a study Bible, and let me tell you what, it reveals Jesus now. It's speaking the language that we have, and it's a study Bible. It's a mirror, mirror Bible, mirror Bible. Uh, and it's, so you can, get it, you can get the app and download it, and, and I, I copy and paste and put it in Word, and just, oh, it's just uh, this morning at 2 o'clock in, in the book of James, just, just reading what, what, it, what it means. And take the different, see, this is the other part, is take the different translations, allow the Holy Spirit, what's this word really saying to us? And so um, one of the scriptures we did on a podcast was, was, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I would not sin against you. I'm going, hidden in my heart? Why, why do I want it hidden in my heart? Well, the word hidden is treasure. <laughs> 
And I go, oh, so I'm his treasure in his heart. That, and, 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 and then I'm not going to sin. And the sin is to think lower than you really made me. I am, the, I am with you now. And so when we think lower, so his, we are his treasure. And I'm going, oh my gosh, just looking at these words are so important. And again, that's where you can learn. See, because our goal as disciplers is disciple to get people to read the word of God and, and, and challenge it. And, and even not listen, we listen to man, but we say, is that really the truth? Does that agree with the Holy Spirit? Because he is true. He is true. Isn't that powerful? That's why I wanted to give this to you. I want you to have that. And Carrie, I don't know if we can do this, but hopefully those people that are online, we can give that and download so they can get this too. Uh, so let's flip on, on to the other, the other one. And this, this was revelation for me uh, years ago in the revelation of righteousness. And a lot of times when I do teaching, uh, I like to have people stand up and say, well, who are you? And, 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 and the word is, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, and so, and, and then I, there's just so much around just, this is 2 Corinthians 5 and just uh, so much in just the whole chapter there. But, and, and again, because we know, therefore, and again, this, this is that third greatest historical event is the redemption. Is therefore, if anyone is in Christ, and we sang this just now too, the new creation has come. It's not a new creation tomorrow. It came the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice in, in it and be glad. That day has come. And it's being revealed to us now. It's being revealed now. Uh, the old is gone. The new is here. That's a now scripture. This is a now. All this is from God. So this is the go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So all this is from God who reconciled us uh, to himself through, the, through Christ and gave us the what? The ministry of? Okay. So we're in the ministry of? And what's crying out for reconciliation? Everything. Everything. The work that we do. The work that we do, everything we do is crying out because it's broken and we're here to help fix it and redeem it to God's perfect plan that he has. And we're waiting for sons to, to manifest the earth to recognize the role that we're in the ministry of reconciling everything to him. To bring the kingdom of God to earth. And how's he going to do that? He needs a human body to walk around in to show the joy of the Lord and bring the light of God to do that. So, so we are therefore Christ's ambassadors. Okay, how about that? It's right there. As though God were making his appeal through us. Is he making his appeal through us? Yeah. So you can personalize that too. Uh, we employ you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God, now here it comes. And, and again, I love the so that's in the scripture. That's why I kind of put, put this little. God made him, Jesus, who had, uh, had no sin to be sin for us so that. So that what? We could become, we become the righteousness of God in, some of our, in Christ Jesus. <clears throat> when I heard that years ago, oh, wow. So that sin consciousness, that tree of death and sin consciousness, because again, that's being taught a lot, that performance thinking. Uh, it's a gift that we receive is the gift of righteousness. And so he's made us righteous, clean, holy. Uh, spotless in, in, in the soul and the body when we recognize that because we know the spirit, soul, and body work together with the divine nature of God living in us now. We've been made righteous. 
We are the righteousness of God. So when I say to you, who are you? You say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So who are you? In the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You guys are too easy. You get, you get it. And a lot of times, if I teach this over like a 13-week class, I had one lady, after, after about 12 hours of it, she, she finally stood in the middle of class. I get it. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You all already get it. That's why we can go out and give it away. Because we get it. That's the important part of what we're doing here. Okay, let's flip on over to the next verse, which is Ephesians 2, 6. And, and again, you see on the left side there is, uh, you know, we, we, die, we died with Christ. We're resurrected with Christ. We ascended with Christ. And we're sitting with Christ. Come on. I, I never forget the first time I taught that in, 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 a, in a Bible study, and I'm going, oh my gosh, are they going to think this is heresy? Yeah, I, I never forget that. And, 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 and again, here's Ephesians 2 6 in the, in, the, in the Passion Translation. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. Now, doesn't that just fit with the Colossian scripture we just had? You know, so we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm, and we are now co-seated as one with Christ. Is there any confusion on that? There's, that's pretty, pretty clear. That, that, that's, a now, that's a now, isn't it? Yeah. Now, let me flip, you on, flip on over to the next page. Now, this happens to be the mirror translation, and it's a, set, it's a study Bible, and so they give a little, some footnotes here. And so, and, and again, this is something I put it. We, we have the legal right to be co-seated with Jesus. So, and then this is verse 6 again of Ephesians 2, 6. We are co-included in his resurrection. We are also co-elevated in his ascension to be equally present in the throne room of the heavenly realm where we are co-seated with him in his executive authority. We are fully represented in Christ Jesus. So now here's a part of the, little, the footnote in the study Bible. We have waited, <laughs> and, and again, there's some humor many times in some of his footnotes, I, which I, I just kind of laugh. Uh, we have wasted so much time trying to get there when there is where we are to begin with. Isn't, isn't that kind of good? Uh, our joint position in Christ defines us. This can never again be a distant goal to reach through religious devotion or striving, but of our immediate location. Come on. Doesn't that say, you all get this. See, that's the point. We, we got, see, because we've had, let's go work to get to God when it's receiving the gift of, of our identity, of, what, uh, of that treasure that he redeemed us. Isn't, isn't that powerful? Okay, and then this, this is one, uh, flip on over to the next one, which is, uh, which is uh, Psalms 103. When I came to Christ 40 years ago, I got discipled in business. Because the church wasn't open. I wanted, to, I wanted to get fed now. And so, so uh, and, and I happened to be our, one of our business managers was a retired army chaplain. And, and so I said, hey, I heard the, the voice of the Lord last night. He said, he loves me. And, and again, I grew up in church. I was going to church, but I heard the voice. And I said, what's this all about? So, so he started discipling me in business. 
and, and, and with that, every small group of men or women, whatever I could go to, I had such a hunger for the Word of God. Uh, and this is one of the scriptures he, he, uh, he gave me is, is uh, Psalms 103. Uh, and this is verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. I said that probably 10,000 times. And it was, not, it was years later that I realized, there's a verse 2. There's a verse 3. There's a verse 4. And even this week, you know, one of the revelations is, 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 uh, uh, is, 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 is bless, but, but at the same time, you know, is, is glorify the Lord. Glorify, bring glory to Him. Uh, uh, in, with our pra- and praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. There's, so to some extent, even the word blessed to me has, it, it's kind of, it's meant for me this way, when it's, we're, what we're speaking here is to glorify the glory. Uh, so, so bless the Lord, oh, my soul, uh, and, and, and bless this one. Bless the Lord, oh my, in this verse two, and forget not all of his benefits. So, so, so there's a benefit package that comes here. So, so it's really important because we have this benefit package, and the first thing he does is what? forgives how much all our sins now here's when we got to get here because we we get that first one how about the second one who heals how much all (laughs) do we believe that who redeems my life personal your life from the, the destruction and the destruction is what death remember Sin and death. And does what? Crowns us with his, his tender love and kindness and His mercies. So what a benefit package here. So, so here we go. We opened up talking about the most powerful thing we have is our mouth. who satisfies my mouth, our mouth, with good things, good things, life things. We're speaking life things. Now, this is the verse that about five years came off my life when I got this. There's a so that here. All of the benefits are here for a so that. So the so that is what? Your youth is renewed like the eagles. So the Spirit speaking to the soul, the soul saying, hey, never die. Cells in our body are being renewed. The nervous system We have the blood of who in us. Jesus, we have that blood. It's a life-giving blood. We have the food. We eat, on his word. we eat on His Word. We drink the water that is ever flowing through us, and it restores every part of our body, soul, and spirit. Okay, this is something we do in each of our podcasts. And let, this is such a lively group. This, you're an easy group. I don't have to convince you of anything. You're already there. And that's what's, so, that's what's so neat. However, we're to take this message out. Go. Go. So let's all stand up here. And let's just read this. Because this, this is an important part as we finish uh, the podcast. Uh, is, is, and we read these out loud. Because these are declarations of our legal rights. These are our legal rights. Okay? You ready? I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. Hmm. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. 
I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the Word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is my robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me the resurrected power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.